I like that one. Yeah. You are listening to the Lost Minds podcast. This is an eco-fueled Hummer. <laughs> this is a full diesel. That's how we warm warm up. We're warming up our pod. But it was right when you said that it triggered. I wanted to trigger me, but it, oh, shoot, one it, minute. Keep, hold that thought. My drink's out there getting warm. Okay, yeah, but I will. I'll start anyways because it's not about you, man. Um, but I was thinking about how I was watching a video. Of this uh, Bill Burr was talking about how. He watches this movie called The Good Girl, and he's like, "It's like my guilty pleasure." And he's like, "So I'm, oh jeez, I'm watching the show." And and he's like, "I don't like to tell people I watch the show because it's like a girl show." He's like, "But it's back in the day," and he's like, "It's like in the '70s, and when they would have car shows, they'd have yeah. girls stand next to the car, and they'd be like, oh, and yeah. this car has this, and that has instead of having a sign, you know, because this is the time women are trying to earn rights or whatever." And and yeah. so he, and that's in the it's show just more she appealing, does. <laughs> yeah. And during it, he's like, and so I'm watching this show, and the lady's sitting there next to the Subaru in 1970, and she's like, the brand new. He's like, mind you, I drive a Prius. I get about 49 miles to the gallon, and she reads the Subaru, brand new, 39 miles to the gallon. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, the last six cars I got was like 20 miles a gallon. He's like, how do we go backwards in time? He's like, that's why I don't believe in shit. He's like, I know there's fuckery going on. And I started thinking about that, and there's like a lot of movies and different things that when you watch things back in the day, you're kind of like, what the fuck? Like I always quote the um, when the part when um, Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby. Oh, even older. Go like Pulp Fiction when they're in the diner and he's like, and she's like, and I'll take the shake, and he's like, the five dollar shake, and he's like, God damn, it's like a five dollar shake. So that better be like the best fucking shake, like like the best shake yeah. you ever had, you know? Like, and I always thought that was funny. Now, dude, you can't get a freaking shake for under five bucks, but well, like maybe McDonald's or whatever. But you go to like a restaurant. No, I went. That shit's to, like eight ninety nine. Uh, we had bucks. iceberg for lunch. And uh, the shakes were five. Iceberg. Yeah, <laughs> yes. they're they're huge. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. anybody would get an iceberg shake Titanic on purpose, Sears, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> unless you wade. I like them though because they like put it like a double cup, right? A yeah. cup on top, and it like fucking There's sticks cup, out two yeah, inches. It's ridiculous from the top. I don't know. It is crazy. And that, how that much was it? Five seventy nine, something like that. That's not bad. That isn't too bad, yeah. But still, it is kind of crazy to think because yeah, it's just shoot back much. in the day. You know, you could do back in the day. It sounds crazy. You I hate get saying that. A room, that. a horse, some water, do you and a lot of whiskey for a quarter. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing that was crazy because it was like a few months ago. I was doing that with my grandma, and I was like, "Back in the day, you know." And she started laughing, and she was like, "Yeah, it's funny when you say back in the day because she's like, you 'You're, I've lived, you know, three more of your lives.'" She's like, you've lived one part, and she's like, I'm about three more of you. So maybe at least two more lives in, of your own life, and then you would live my life, you know? And, and so she's like, then you'll see some stuff, because I'm sitting here joking about, like, the internet and time before that and stuff. And then, you know, she starts talking about it. She's like, what do you mean? We had radio, you know? We had, like... Yeah. And then, like, when the TV, because even now, like, how the TV is so, like, the thing. She's like, 
just the way like they describe like getting a TV and upgrade, and everyone's like, "Oh wow, did you get a new TV? Did you get that?" You know, they're not really talking. They're just like, all the neighbors will go out talk to each other, and it's just, I don't know, it's so crazy. You mm-hmm. go, and then nowadays, you know, like I remember talking to her kind of about Lyft and stuff, and now they have, um, I, I think they have one for school ones. They also have like a tutor one for school. You can. They have Grift. You seen Grift? What is that? Grandma Lift. No. Yeah. Get out of here. You can get a Grandma Lift, and it takes you like twice as long to get to places. That's a goddamn cool app. If you haven't invented it, Brett's Brian's. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be horrible. But well, I was yeah. talking about that with and her. You're most likely going to get in an accident. So. She came up with that on the spot. Dude. That is pretty good. Because she was saying, dude, she was she would never like see in the paper. Hey, give him free ride. Just mm-hmm. call for a ride. She's like, if you seen the ad in the paper, because that's you look at either. You had to call, like, movie... Like, that's, like, back in the... Just get in the movie today. We'd have to, like, either call movie phone or you look in the paper. And then you could go to the movie and then check the time. You'd, you'd no, see the time. No, no, You'd have to stand in line. Yeah, and you'd theater, go and do that shit. And hopefully there's enough tickets by the time the line's done. Yeah, you're, like, kind of hoping... And then that was the other thing, too, because they'd just sell them. And then you'd go... I remember going in sometimes and they'd be like, oh, shit, like, it's full. Oh, well. You have, and you had to come back out. And they'd be like, yo, sorry, we didn't know. Next one. Yep. You're kind of like, what? You guys don't know technology yet? Yeah, and it's crazy, like, how we would just trust it. We're like, oh, yeah, we'll go, you know. And, like, now my grandma was like, I would never have done that as, like, with my little kids to, like, call up somebody from the paper and be like, hey, yeah, so my kids need a ride to school. Can you come pick them up and shit like that? Whereas with Lyft, fucking people are trying to lift their kids all the time, which is crazy. You know, they're like, yeah, hop in this car with a random stranger and just take them. Well, but it's because they're on the app, you know, it's, like, safe. Yep. How the fuck do you know that? You know, it's like, you, I, I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Because yep. I, I always just think people are inherently good, you know. I feel like they mm. probably do, but I just Bring know that. Wrong, my friend. Kind of, no, I feel like, like they what's are. It? Is it Jeffrey Dahmer, the one that used to live here? Y- yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer lived here. The um, like how all his oh. neighbors were like, ah, oh, such a great guy. Oh, that was Ted Bundy. Probably. Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah. everybody loves. He's such a great guy. Bricks like, you know what? I'm gonna go hang out with this guy. He looks. <laughs> he's a swell guy. He likes to go hiking. Fuck that's yeah, that's how the Boy Scouts started. I like hiking. Me too, son. I don't have any friends my age that like to go hiking. You and your friends want to go hiking with me? Next thing you know, <laughs> here's a patch. Yeah. Isn't his house still like standing? Yeah, it's still there. Piece I, of crap. I remember right you were with us. Didn't we go over there like in we high school? Because in high school we you can't. I you, poked it with the stick. You came with us. I threw rocks at it. Yeah. No, there was a cop there, dude. A sheriff. Like I am patrolling it, and we weren't allowed to get on the property or whatever. Well, they have like that British guard there that just stands there in red and mm-hmm. with the big black hat. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Step away from the Queen's guard. <laughs> <laughs> just gives you a good nudge. Well, someone's got to own it. That's the thing. I wonder because someone's got to own it, right? Someone still owns it. I wonder. Do you think it was because it had to have gotten bought and sold off, right? Because it's still if I'd buy it. I think the state should repossess properties like that, level them. And build an outhouse on them, dude. I would either yeah. no. Honestly, you that's what I think, dude. No way. You got to freaking you can't. buy that and then you make it a freaking spook house. And so like when oh, no, me. because like, then you're, you then see you're glorifying it, right? Yeah, it's a shit, dude. It's do, America. Because, because I don't want it to happen again. To yeah. do that shit. Would be Ted Bundy. Yeah, that's what you got to. Like, I want you my house to be a theme park, right? And build it into a fucking outhouse. Just mm-hmm. one outhouse with a big old hole in the bottom that people could just take dumps in. Oh, I can see. Oh, I can see where it's pretty glorifying. Yeah. So maybe okay. So maybe we won't like go as far as making it like a dump house. Maybe leave it there where it is getting run down. And but like put the mystique back out, and so people are like, what the fuck? But then like put a bunch of booby traps up. Like have you seen the ones that people do for hunters when they come on their land and they trip wires and it blows paint cans on them? It's like and they're like. 
oh god damn it you know and it's all over their guns and face and they're fucked really? like you just put them in there so people are like let's go sneak and see dead bundy's house like fucking rips their head off oh shit dude he's murdering people still but I think that would be fun to mess with them. But even that, I think, is going to be going away into the future because with I remember my mom was telling me back in the day they'd go to Gravity Hill, you know, they'd go to the place they thought was Hobbit Land, you know, and then Ted Bundy's house, all these like random places and things. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to those places? That's the thing. I mean, remember we kind of did it in high school, but we were kind of in the era where internet's been out. Well, five we're in years, our fifties now, so it's like not cool to do those things anymore. Yep. I know you're past the age of twenty-one, and people are like, "Whoa, you're like fucking dead, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna die. You're it's basically like, in the grave." It's the part that <laughs> what, well, what I had a, a. I guess we can even talk about that. Like, um, we have i think this weird idea of where we're trying to go you know these destination i think you know people always have this destination in life once we get there we're there and then that's like the thing and then life's complete you wake up one day and fucking life's we're there life's there yeah because i even kind of had that even like with my grandma when she was like oh it's so funny back in the day because i'm like dang you know i'm getting up there i'm getting close to 30 you know and basically you know my grandma's 90 it's like she's single <laughs> ready looking to mingle dude <laughs> My grandpa's a good man, She's though. On, he had uh, big shoes to fill. It's <laughs> on Tinder or whatever that uh, it's, it's called Grifter. Like Grinder. Yeah, Grifter. 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 She swipes left made on by <laughs> That's why the lifts take extra long. She takes like a back road. Why are you driving, parking me here in this back of the church? Shh, only I want God and you to know this with me. <laughs> oh, no. They're spinning like some... By the people who created Grift. Try Grifter. And that's the way it's going, dude. Pretty soon everything will be on an app. We'll be app-based. Everything... Yep. We'll be, I don't know, at the palm of our I hands inside of our radio wire. I think it's weird that we're doing wire. this podcast in VR right now. It's pretty That's crazy. That's what I like. I mean, being eight I'd states like away from each other. <laughs> yeah. In e- each of us being eight me. states away from each other. In each direction. It's definitely possible. I'm in you the state of Guatemala. You could be in Maine. Britt could be in Texas. Um, and you could be in Probably Washington. Texas, and I'll be in Texas. Washington, dude. I guess it depends which way you count. If you count zigzags, you yeah. can get there. Like one, know. two, three, four, five, six, I'll seven, be in Alaska. Eight. No, then how about that? Which, which, path, or I guess which way that? to get there is the right way to get there? Is it better to zigzag? Does that even matter? Is it like... Plain. Because I guess that's another question. Anyway. Is when do you... Yep. Like as a modern man, I guess, like in society now, you know, we're we're coming in because I feel like there's a big attack on men, like as like bring especially men coming up, you know. There's I don't no, think there is. There's no man uh, malice movement, you know. There's a feminist movement, you know. There's no malice thing, you know. Well, you don't really don't need one, right? Care. You don't have. I hope you don't. Yeah, we don't I need a fucking pat on the back. Oh, man. You know Brick what I mean? Needs a movement. But no, I'm saying like that, that's how it goes. Like let's we're, get we're getting into these. Yeah, let's get brick a movement. Well, we might hashtag. Have to, we might have to get a movement because what we're just getting called? left behind. That's what everyone's doing now. They're starting movements. And it, and it begins to be, I think, a weird thing, dude. I think it's going to change. And I think it's changes a lot of people's perceptions. In what direction? Of, I don't think good, dude. Like the social media and this yeah, forcing of like narratives, good. I don't think A lot good. of people get, have been getting off of uh, Facebook, right? Fuck yeah, dude. They're so retarded. They're talking about, we're deleting these fake accounts. But yet they fucking make ghost accounts for people that aren't making accounts so that they can still have records of them for the police. Wow. So they, so they, the things that, like when you tell, like people that is like a brother who doesn't have one or something, say you have, like I have aunts that don't have them. Mm-hmm. Well, they've made mock accounts because of the amount of children, cousins, whoever else they, they oh. piece it together and they're like, they know someone's here and then they just figure out who it is and they put them together on the other side. Wow. And that was like, his Mark Zuckerberg got in touch. Uh, that was one of the reasons why he was in that court thing. Android Zuckerberg. He's like, 
Because remember, he's like, oh, we don't have that. We don't have any of those shadow accounts or whatever. And then right after, she's like, you lied on this statement. You lied on this statement. Why would you lie about these statements? She's like, of course, that's why we brought you here. You know, that's – why would you say you don't have a knowledge of these? And that was the thing. And now, you know, you're seeing the stupid things on Facebook. We're deleting old accounts. Well, Your you guys' privacy matters. matters. Yeah, and you can't Hashtag delete accounts on there. Movement. You only can suspend an account. And then that's the same with theirs, even if they're taking out these fake accounts. It's only if they probably have a replica. If it's uh, one they don't have of or you just don't use anymore, like yours, they're not going to delete that shit. You, you might not yeah. see it anymore, you know, if it's inactive. But yeah, I haven't you, been on that since like 2011, I think. That shit will stay there forever, dude. Yeah, I, I hope it does. Try and del- people you try and delete look at it, it and, and they'll be like, disabled. what? Yeah. Dude, it's weird. Who's this? Thinking about, like, I think they said in the year 2020, half the people on Facebook would be dead. Yeah. Like, their accounts are actually, they died, they passed away, mm-hmm. but their account's still active. So they still live. I guess so. Yeah, unless you, you have to actually. Facebook is the new heaven. You have to mm-hmm. um, con, like, um, contact Facebook, right? And they'll put them in a deceased account, won't they? Because, like. It's um, like a, a dead Facebook I think so. That's a new account freaking mm-hmm. right there, dude. Go visit. Dude, it'll be a new page. Relatives. It'll be like the freaking cemetery page. You can go like pay respects, dude. Mm-hmm. And their birth- like. See, that's how I forget because like, the same – it's roses. funny you say that because it will pop up sometimes and um, I'll be going through the feed and then it will say like – because I don't really understand how Facebook works really. I guess now they get oh, – they have all these like stupid things pop- popping up or whatever and there's like full taskbar that tell me whose things are what. And so, like, I'll see people's feeds where I guess it'll comment on someone's birthday from, like, four days ago, and it'll show how everyone, like, comments on them. And it'll do that of people that I went to, like, high school with that are, like, passed away, and they'll they'll be commenting on it because their account's still there, their birthday pops up, and then people now will be putting, you know, we miss you, you know, it would have been good to see you, blah, blah, hope it's all, you know, our prayers are with you, all that kind of stuff, because now it's different. Mm-hmm. And so... I'm like, is it going to be like that forever? You know, will they end up moving that to a separate page where you do that anyways? And they well, still like say, they're actually starting this thing in um, what are they called? The dead places, mortuaries. Yeah. Where they, when you die, they um, cremate you and put you into a little sand disc, and put you into a computer, and you come and back and to you, life. You're you're actually on the internet. Mm-hmm. So what? when they pay respects, it's legit, and you don't have to go to any cemetery. Yeah, or anything. You can get on a webcam and be like, "Yo, Brig." We, so we, miss you, we miss you, dude. Like, Yo, guys, I'm in the freaking computer. I'm, I'm not here. I'm watching all the porn I can possibly watch <laughs> right now. My eyes are bleeding. It'd be this so is, funny. Everybody should just just end it, like get in the. <laughs> Come on. I want you to spread my what ashes all over the dark web. For years, would be like, I want you to spread my ashes all over DDoS too. It's like, <laughs> it's like a character in there. <laughs> I'm alive. If you could do that, dude, that whole map would be covered of even more sand and stuff, all the ashes and stuff. Oh, a bunch of people would want to do that. Just, game's well, like, think yeah, about that it. That game's when, iconic. When you're ashes and someone spreads you around, that's like all your body parts, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not really you. It's just like splatter. Or they say it is. It probably they did like probably 20 bodies at the same time and then just took a shovel full and poured it in there. Mm-hmm. You know what? Gave it to you. You know what would be actually really cool is if somebody made a VR graveyard of all the people that have ever died ever. They come back to life. You chat with them. No, no. There's just a graveyard, right? And it goes on forever, like tombstones with everybody's actual names that's actually ever lived and died that's been registered, like Genghis Khan. I think it would probably Abe be more. Lincoln. So you like you get in, and it's like do, 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 rows and rows and rows of tombstones just appearing. I wonder if there's more people forever. that have died than have ever lived. Most definitely. Most think? Most def, yo. <laughs> get pitted, dude. Pitted. I guess, yeah, if you probably start back when we started uh, as first 
a full humanoid, I guess, or whatever, once we were finally, I don't know, we got out of the Stone Age, right, probably? Then we were, you'd, or st- if we, because the chimps have entered the Stone Age, right? So, I mean, they're not, they're not fully evolved. We got to stop them. That's mm-hmm. for sure. That's true. Find the ones that are getting smart and, and take, ri- get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Put them on the internet. They're freaking crazy. And that's the thing. Education and sometimes information travels slow. I think they've been saying, or trying to say that they've been in the Stone Age for like so long. Why don't they like, feed them mushrooms? I don't know. That'd be cool, huh? To try it out to see it? if it works. Not really, dude. That'd be terrifying. See if the stone ape theory works. Just freaking. You're just like hanging out with it, and it's like, well, I'm pretty sure I, I could climb up that off. wall, dude. They're crazy because there's um a guy that did a study for like the pleasure things, and so he like hooked up a um a like remote control button wired up to like something in his head that it, it triggered the orgasm thing, so it was like vibrating and like trigger the sensation of having an orgasm. And uh, then he gave the fucking switch to the monkey. And so he's like, so the monkey, if he hits the little button, then he'd get the jolt in his brain and it would trigger the or- orgasm sensation and he'd feel like he's having an orgasm. It said, it said that I think it spent like 16 hours of the day pressing the button continuously and then the rest of the day sleeping and then getting up and doing it again. To The, the point, monkey did? Yeah, the monkey. Oh, when I he, thought the he, guy was still wearing it. No, the no. I was the, like, holy the monkey's shit, wearing why the it. fuck would you do that? It's <laughs> terrifying. Like, ah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, the guy had it or whatever, and he was, like, doing it, you know, hitting it a few times or whatever to see if it would, like, work or whatever, and then he gave the controls to the monkey. And He's like, I had to make sure it did so, test it. So, you know, it. if you let the chip <laughs> really? And that's – it's funny, too, because that's, yep, like – you could even bring that yep, back to works. a human, dude. Fucking – humans aren't far off that, you know. That's, like, the – oh, you see the monkey doing, like, full-on – you almost guess it would be doing full-on pleasure mode 16 mm-hmm. hours a day if it could – and then you look at humans where, you know, we almost kind of do the same where we would almost rather have a, like a full 16 hours of pleasure, maybe not necessarily sexual, but man, I want to be relaxed. You know, I want to be in comfort pleasure. I want to be in, uh, if it's gaming, I want to be gaming fun well, the pleasure. Monkey, the monkey had it pleasure. right because he ah, had eight that. hours off so he can go to work and then he comes home and then 16 he's. Well, work's the hard part, dude. You, that's, you hear people when they get winning awards or doing things or getting their congratulations like oh wow great job you know man look at this one of a kind you're one of a kind you're the best you you know no one sometimes you don't um, you never hear people be like great job like you worked your ass off i can't believe you spent 1400 hours in the shop you know and stuff a lot of times they kind of just skip past that and then they just of course see the end oh hell yeah you are the champ you know you beat all of them and never really congratulating them oh yeah you beat them all because you were spent your entire six months of your life there you well, didn't on talk to friends do. family do any of that shit you know while they're hanging out they still went to fucking dave and busters and all that and you and get so, three minutes of congratulations while everyone else had months of fun yeah it's crazy away, dude. Dude. and then regardless of if you win or not win in those situations you say and you start the next day you start this you start that next day as if Either way, either you lost or you didn't. So if you're, yeah, you're going. Say you won that game, and you have a game coming up that Monday. You're gonna just go right back to the gym and then start working. If you've won or not, you might have a little bit different maybe take on it. But at the same point, you got to start again. You know, the journey goes on, and that's why I really like Alan Watts's look on life, where he's like, you know, life's like music, where you don't listen to music for the like crashing chord. You know, the grand finale sound, the very last sound that's on the song. He's like, because if it was, then all the greatest songs would be just one chord, you know, that crashing chord. 
he's like, instead, our you know our favorite songs are ones that we can listen to and you know enjoy, sing along, or dance while the music's being played. And the same with life, you know, you have to enjoy it as similar as the songs being played as it, it goes on. Isn't it weird how freaking like good music is? That feeling it gives you when you have a song that. Isn't it, like, well, dang, you dude. know what's crazier? It's is is music good. that you don't like, someone does. Yeah, I don't, I don't like friending weird. those people. I just unfriend them on Facebook. I'm like, fuck yeah. you. No, but that is weird, though. Crazy, how, like how different people's tastes are. It is, dude. How like the waves, the sound waves, will go into your ears, and you will enjoy that. Mm-hmm. more than someone else's you know that's because they're not they're intelligent like, that, enough to understand the lyrics of that song well it's just like it's similar like a taste you know or like the hearing it's crazy those senses that type of thing that's also true with um like different foods where you let's say you present a food to someone and they're like i don't want to eat that because it's the texture the texture or something yeah. you're just like dude you're just not educated enough <laughs> so then you knock them out and when they wake up you're force feeding them that food how was it what do you mean you ate some of that. Oh my god, I couldn't even tell. Well, you were unconscious. Oh, I'm a, I love that. Every time they go to get sushi, it's like get knocked out. They're just like laying there. Do you, eat them. I don't remember who I went and ate sushi with, but we were eating the uh, the nigiri, hamachi or whatever the fuck it's called, oh, yeah, it's which is like fish. a slab of fish. They're like, I don't want to eat that. That looks disgusting. It's probably going to be chewy. I'm like, actually, it's not. Yeah, but it looks like it's going to be chewy, but it's not. <laughs> but it looks like it is. Yeah, but it's not. I'm like, so you're going to try it? It looks chewy. But it's not. Like, how are you going to... Why are you fucking judging this piece of meat by what you think it looks like? Like, why don't you fucking try it? I don't know. I it don't is, know. It, off in this tangent. Well, no, but it, people, is, it is interesting the way that, like, that. that's funny. Like, sometimes it is sight is the main one, but that'll be the Trump ball. Like, oh, that is. It's like, what does looking at it have to do with eating it one with like taste or what the texture is fill you know two different you'll enjoy it. and then the smell of what it is it's like three different senses you you don't want to use your i mean you know you look at it yeah to make sure i guess there's no mold but other than that it's like the the sight has nothing to do with it but people yeah. will base a lot of it off that so it's like you know judging the book by the cover every food i've ever disliked i've tried it first i've been like mm, i'll try it and see what it tastes like there's some foods where i'm like do that is like a million times better than what it looks like. And then there's other foods where I'm like, oh, that looks really not appetizing. And I tried it. I'm like, yeah, definitely not my cup of tea. And then later someone's going to be like, do you want to try this? I'm like, I have tried it and mm. I don't like it. That, see, that that is good because I was kind of like that too when I was growing up. I'm like, I look at it and be like, no, I'm, there's no way in hell I'm eating that, you know. And the longest time I was doing that until my mom would start getting, I guess, kind of mad or whatever. And she'd be like, no, you're going to try like certain ones and – like, no, no, no. And so when she would make something, she's like, I already know you're not going to like it. So just already close your eyes and then open your mouth. I'm going to stick a piece in. And so sometimes she'd like stick a gun in and she's like, next time you don't fucking eat one of these and blow your goddamn nose. <laughs> I was going like, to say, I'm like, that's how, that's how usually my relationships go. Yeah, close your eyes so I'm just going to stick it in. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, go off Tinder. You just open. You're like, meet me in my house. All right. You open the door. Hello. And they're like, come on inside. Shut the door behind you. Like, it's like, a dark get down. room. Yeah. Now close your eyes and open your mouth. What? <laughs> it's like ah, uh, dude. But not no, this then, again. Because my mom would do that, and then they would just have to eat it, and so I'd be like, I'm like, oh, what the? No, this ain't bad, you know. And that it kind of, I don't know, it changed me to a lot of different stuff. Because even then, I'd be like, that's the weirdest thing, texture, or do whatever. And 
and I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was like cottage. No, it was like maybe tapioca pudding. I think was one of them. Where I'm like, tapioca I am not pudding. eating tapioca pudding. Yeah, it's like vanilla regular pudding, but they got the little tiny tapiocas in them. The little BBs, kind of like how you get in boba drinks and stuff. Oh, okay. I was just looking at them like I thought it was like fish eggs or some shit. I'm like, I'm not eating that. There's no way. In my mind, like I say, I had thought it would have tasted like vomit or something. And when, when I it, like, I think my mom. It was eventually around. Oh, yeah, I already know you're not gonna like it. Close your eyes, try it. I stick it in my mouth. I'm like. What the heck is this? I'm like, this is where it feels so weird. I'm like, so sweet though. It's really good. But the f- creamy. Open a fucking next thing you know, it was like just random man. He jizzed on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but like at the same time, I'm like, damn, dude. Tapioca pudding was probably a bad one to go with, so I had to throw that joke out there. <laughs> Setting myself up for jokes, but. Oh, fuck, um, dude. But like that, I was like, what the hell? I'm like, oh my god, this is sweet. And so I've always been a fan of, we can call it tapioca pudding. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Dude. I had to set that. Wait, did you actually? Jack, was it actually tapioca pudding? That you yeah, ate? that was one of them. Okay, on, but it was just so close, and it was just like I got it. I had to do it before someone else does. I thought you were going to be like it was like a hot dog or something. You were like, yeah, dude. She's, she's like, like you like that, this, and I'm like, I guess. And she's like, no, you don't. Pulled it out, and she's like, do you like that? Put it back in. <laughs> You're like, this one's a little. Go to a fucking <laughs> go to a hot dog. <laughs> Uh, of all things, no, it, that is kind of interesting. And even the same way too, I was similar to. Uh, I remember the first time catching my own fish, like going fishing and stuff. And then, like my dad was like, "Well, you got to clean it yourself." I'm like, "What the fuck? No, I'd rather not even do it." You know. And then I'd do it, and then clean the fish, and I'm preparing it. And that was like even sometimes my first cooking experiences. And that was even like little triggers where all of a sudden, oh my god, you know. It, this is so good. I don't know if it's me, cat. This is my own fish. You know, you're pumped on whatever it is. Way more emotions than actually off the thing. I'm like, oh, I got my own fish. If it's I cooked my own fish, I got it my own fish. For me, with the whole fish thing, like I was never told to do it, but my grandpa would always do it. He'd just sit there clean them up, and I'd be fascinated by like what he's doing and how fast oh, he'd do yeah. it. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. And then I remember my first time doing it. I was just like. This is a lot fucking harder than he makes it look. <laughs> so I was just like, but I got to keep up with him. So I just kept doing it. And I just basically learned on my own. I was just like cleaning it and like scaling it or whatever just from watching him. But Which is an interesting thing because do you think now in the future those kind of things might – because I remember watching him like, yeah, I remember you saying that, like watching it, observing it. Because for the longest time I never talked as a kid growing up. I did, but like most of the time I was more of a watcher. And so you kind of pick up a lot of things, whereas now you're hearing weird stats where people spend, like, four hours a day on social media. Like, sometimes their first whole hour in the morning, they just, like, look at their phone, and you're like, what the fuck? I think, I think well, what's going to happen now is um, we're going to shift from people actually going fishing to people watching fishing on YouTube. Oh, uh, I think you know so, what I mean? too. It's like, well, I can get the same excitement watching them uh, pull in, like, reel in a fish. Than I could as me going out, except I don't have to get ready. I don't have to spend money on my license. I don't have to spend money on jigs and lures and baits and lines. And I don't have to worry about bug bites. I don't have to worry about walking around in the water. I don't have to worry about that. I can get that same enjoyment from them and not have to do any of it. It's so true. Like, it's funny the way you're saying that, too, I guess, even now. Because it probably was with... 
like even be maybe if they're in a city and they can't make it out there or do that they like live vicariously through your experiences yeah. or because it, it might that primitive somebody, technology is so appealing to people because they wanted like everyone wants to do it inside yeah it's like, i really want to go build myself a freaking hut but then when they get outside i've noticed a lot of people do the the two finger grab you ever notice like it's a little like little girl thing where they're like picking up a piece of like wet paper or something gross where they're just oh, like oh that's gross yeah. So now you get a dude that's in his like twenty mid twenties, and you give him a fish. How is he going to pick it up with his thumb and his pointing finger? Uh, I'm like, oh, dude, this is so gross, bro. It's so slimy, dude. Like I've seen this on YouTube. It's like, grab the fucking fish, dude. What are you doing? There's that disconnect. There, yeah, I've huh? seen it like multiple times going with doing things with people, and everybody does the little two finger grab on everything. And you're just like, man, dude, get your fucking hands dirty. Get your hands in there. Grab it. Pick up that rock. Don't pick up the rock like a wimp. Go looking for gloves. Use your hands. If there's a scorpion, you fucking step on it, and then you eat it. You cut the pointer off, then you're good to go. No. But do you think that's like, um, I think I think that'll probably happen more. Like, because that's even with some YouTube of YouTube watching? Or um, people living vicariously through other people that yeah. are specialized in it. Because I think people used to be jack of all trades, you know. Men used to be, men had to fix shit, you know. You kind of had to know about plumbing, electrical, and all that shit, you Whereas now are people kind of specific on it? And even on YouTube, you know, where you'll see, like, primitive technology. So now you'll see people that will specifically put, like, I'm a bushcraft person. And people will watch it. A lot of them, like, the, those, my most popular video is one that I've tagged bushcraft. And it's gotten the most views out of all of them. And the people that comment on it, one of them, the guy is like, love it, you know, love the thing. I love just hearing the sounds of the, the sounds of nature. Because a lot of it, I didn't actually put music in. And, and so I was like, oh, fuck, that, you know... This guy totally yeah, never sees you. that yeah, shit, no, you know, doesn't. and he just, and he's like, oh, yeah, I love the sound. And I didn't even like think about having like the sounds of like crackling fire or, um, you know, just the birds and stuff. Cause in my mind, I'm also cut in and doing like editing. Well, you're out there stuff. all the time. Yeah. And yeah, it's true. And so you don't hear it and notice it. And then all of a sudden this guy's like, man, I love that part. And I'm like, fucking random. Dude, that really is for me too. Sometimes I get that. Um, if I don't go camping for a long time, that cracking of the fireplace where I'm just like, dude, I really miss that sound. Mm-hmm. And that. Gunshots. Well, that's fun too, but the overwhelming uh, campfire smell too. Oh, yeah. A lot of people that don't go out and do that stuff, when you come back into the city and you're walking through a grocery store, you smell like a bonfire for like days days and miles Mm -hmm. around you. People are like, is the building on fire? (laughs) No, no, that's just the guy in front of me in line. Yep, he smells like he's been around burning wood all day. Yeah, some people are like, you're just like, like you don't need to smell it because you've been around it and your nose is just filled with charcoal that would suck like if you had if your job was like you got to go to some busy city and you can never go camping and shit like that like then in those, new york yeah those videos would be really appealing don't you think oh yeah like, oh shit i remember when i used well, they to do would, that but people also don't leave that zone because i was listening to comedian what is that uh one podcast where comedians get coffee in a car or some shit like that comedians getting coffee in cars is that what it's called yeah with jerry seinfeld or whatever yeah yeah and (laughs) i was like i don't know that's just maybe he named it like a freaking (laughs) astrologist you know what we call sunspots yeah sunspots um but he he went on a ride in new york with somebody and they just went um northwest somewhere and he's like a good hour drive He's like, it doesn't even look like New York anymore. It's all forests mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know? And he's like, I don't think... He's like, the other dude's like, I've been here and lived here like six years or something. He's like, I've never seen this. 
Because they don't leave. Nobody leaves the concrete city. Why would you leave? In the concrete jungle. You want to get forest or like wilderness, you go to their big park that they got down. Uh, city park or whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, Central Park or yeah. whatever. It's true, and it's, it's crazy. It's, it's hard to even... But even that's like, artificial. I, yeah, I always wonder, like, where would you walk your dogs? You know, certain areas, they have, like, a tree that has, you know, I don't know, six-by-six six patch of grass. Your dog can go shit on you, pick it up, and then throw it out or whatever. There's got to be some healthy grass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the fertilization. But it is interesting, you know, and the society kind of is aiming for that. And now, too, sometimes it sets us up where we, you can't really take a trip or go do that kind of stuff. Uh because I remember, like, we were even talking about it back in the day, you know, off a freaking bagger salary at a grocery store, you could own a house, have a fucking boat, get Saturdays off, only work till whatever, five, you know, have a family, four kids, and still have time to have a freaking hobby shooting guns. Now, you know, it, like at least in California, it takes, it would take three uh, minimum wage jobs just to afford one two-bedroom apartment inside the California. Average, That's the, crazy. I think the average house price in San Francisco, you have to make a year $330,000. That's crazy. That's fucking ridiculous. Because Very then ridiculous. if you get some stupid house, it's like some dumb little one-bedroom studio, or not even studio, but I guess if you had a house, or it's like one-bedroom apartment that's in some area, and you know it's like a three, four million dollar home, you're going to be paying property tax on this dumb little thing. Mm-hmm. That's what we got to start like living in seventy, sixty thousand dollars a year or some shit, whatever it is. But trailer homes, dude. That's why I, I was saying I'm like, dude, if it ever gets to that point, I'd just live in a boat. You buy yourself a boat and you pay the the uh, docking the, the docking boat. fee until you don't want to. You just go out to the sea. Yeah, and then you just go out to sea to get fucking pulled in by some water Pirates. animal or something. That's why you have freaking. Dude, the ocean's the worst, dude. I would never live on the fucking what ocean, dude. Fuck the ocean. Yeah, dude, like you just tip over and then you're like in another world, dude. Dishka gun. World. That's what it's called. A dishka? Yeah, it's a freaking Russian gun. It's a big ass like World War One or World War Two big machine gun and shoots like big bullets like that, like foot sized bullets. <laughs> you have that thing mounted on the front of your yacht. So when pirates start coming, you just sink their little or you just speak Somalian you can be their friends like, I will show you the way that's <laughs> 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 your whatever dude that's <laughs> funny just meme them do you think it'll get to a point though where it will be like that disconnected like it, yeah it's already there cause it, you I mean we were even talking about it too we were talking about like prepping up prepping skills and doing whatever but you know how many people are taking up um uh, blacksmithing you know or taking up sometimes people get like a hobby and then they kind of that's it you know and when they get their couple hours of free time that they're not sleeping they'll practice that whereas woodwork or metalwork yeah and it's it's good i guess to be specifically ropes. good in something like that but that's usually what you kind of do as i would imagine your job or your craft like something that you're generally your best at that's what you takes up most of your day that's what your work is and then you get a moonlight on the side with different hobbies, whether it's music, games, um, you know, if it's some kind of socializing performance thing. But then you get to do it. But then, you know, like you still get your centralized thing where you're not stuck in where I like a lot of people aren't going to be wanting. Like there's not a lot of people that their dream is to like open up freaking Walmart every day and just get the get the get all the lights going, you know, and get everything handled and stuff. There might be some people, but, you know, there are probably people who would rather, man, I'd rather spend all my, most of my day just being an artist, you know, painting stuff, doing things. Lame. Or being a poet, whatever it is, you know, of course I'm leaning more towards the arts, but even 
sometimes like people, oh, I'd rather have been a freaking architect, you know, but I'm not going to go to school. And so it's like, oh, shit, you know, well, what if they just had the area where they got to hang out that was kind of like... Architecty? Yeah, and, and they just kind of started doing trades in that anyways, where if so you go in there, well, you can't be architect yet because you're stupid or whatever, and you got to learn how it goes. Well, you got to be the guy that bring the little parts for the guys why they build the models. Cool, you know, so you start taking a step by... Kind of like an apprenticeship, I imagine, back in the day, you know, before you had computers in schools where I think you want to make boots, boy. That, but you've got to get really lucky to get uh, under an actual architect well, you can who, maybe, who'd teach you that trade. And then you could probably do it yourself. You, you'd probably have to be like some guy that's like, he, he's like, you know, I'm an architect where I only I pro- produce one thing and then people buy the idea, you know, and it works for no companies. And, you know, it's like probably he'd have to be like that sushi guy. That is the number one sushi in the world, supposedly, and he owns a little tiny cart down in the... In Japan? Yeah, in Japan, and, you know, people go to be apprentice there, but, like, I mean, you have to probably have a lot of, like, distinguished things, but... Um, or just really good sushi. Yeah, because I wonder how, how he... Does he have a protocol, too? Does he have... I want to see your applications in this, well, it's that. like the Shane Company. He goes and he looks at every diamond and makes sure it's legit. Every single diamond. Every one of them. Every yeah. single one. He's like, you'll pay a lot of money for that. This is really hard to get. Am I right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. We're not just pulling it out of freaking rivers. <laughs> so where blood diamonds come from. They're not pulling them out of rivers. You know, they work for it. So. I think diamonds are weird. It's a dude. weird thing. We got tricked, dude. Even in Minecraft, they make diamonds seem like they're hard to find. They are hard to find. Not in real life. Unless you use cheats. <laughs> and they're easy to find. <laughs> Go to my link, boys and girls, and uh, you can get yourself some Minecraft cheats. You'll find them. Which would be an interesting thing. Only for two ninety nine. Ask your parents, and then you can get some freaking cheats. And I'll take that back. Um, trying to loop back in talking with about how people are viewing their lives, being the modern man, you know. And I think a lot of people think that they're going to get to some special time, wake up 30, 40 years old, and be like, "Oh, life's complete. I'm great." Um, life's complete when you're laying on your freaking deathbed, and you're like, "Hey, Billy, he's going to be your grand nephew. Come here." And he walks over. Yeah, I really fucking hate you. Hate <laughs> 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 That'd be funny. Life is complete. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. You killed me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he has to have that in the back of his mind the rest of his life. I died because of you. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's like the reason people horrible. die is every time there's someone, a new person born, the oldest person dies a little on the inside because mm-hmm. there they can only be so many people. And it's it's like, in the family bloodline. Yeah. You find out. You're like, uh, come here. Blind, you got something to tell you. Yeah? What do you got? Hey, piss shit. <laughs> <laughs> that what did he say to you? I don't know. I couldn't hear. <laughs> it's not my fault. That would probably work for some people, dude. Ruin someone's life. Some, sometimes I wonder if that would work for people. That would go because how we're talking, I guess I was going to bring it back with, I felt people want that. They won't play that game unless they got cheats, you know, and that's how the game of life is. People aren't enjoying it unless they got fucking cheats or some kind of easy button, some jumper, you know. Yeah. That's kind of, I feel like, a mentality that people kind of want. Trust me, dude. I want an easy button. I want a button where I win a lot of money and I don't have to go to work. Yeah, hell yeah. But that shit ain't going to fucking happen. I mean, there is some. That's the worst part is, like, there is some, you know. But uh, the tried and true method that no one wants to go through is, like, working for it, you know, because a lot of times it comes up in different ways. It manifests itself in yeah. in different ways um, from that work in ways you wouldn't have thought, but it's just a different result. Where people are like, you know, oh, I was doing this for so long on this thing, and we did it for, for so long. Like, 
it's like this. We could be podcasting forever and be doing this kind of stuff, and we're the only ones that listen to it because it's fun or whatever. And some random person could listen to it and be like, hey, man, I like your Three Stooges. Can you guys come do a voiceover for us in a game? FYI, we'd totally do that. If anyone wants us to do, we'll yeah. do voiceover for games. But that would be Any crazy game. because I, I, before when we started this podcast, I could not listen to my fuck. I, that was the, one of my worst things is hearing my own voice. I couldn't do it. Even now, it still sounds just horrible to hear. But I'm over it. You know, I didn't want to say nothing, but yeah, you do sound terrible. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but it's I've come to terms with it and stuff, and I can joke on it, and I can hear the times I say mumble and like and ums, and it's like oh god, you know, and it it like. sucks. But it's still out there. It's subliminal messaging. I'm trying to get people to like it. I'm like, like, that's like, our new, like. That's our new app, like. That's why I say like so much. It's subliminal messaging. Get you to like the program. Comment, like. That'd be so funny. Comment, like, like, subscribe. Like. I guess you have to switch out the ums for the subscribes and the likes. But That would be hard as shit, dude. Yeah, and, and, and it's crazy. Placeholders. Because. What you could do is you could go into edit and just. Record yourself saying subscribe and like and what's the other one? Thumbs up? Yeah. And do you, so you record do those three up. and just paste them everywhere. You say um or hmm. She's like. It's a little weird. It's horrible. I would unsubscribe so fast. That's too much editing. You know, I don't edit these podcasts. I just clip. Boom. Here we go. Put it out there. Clip the front. Clip the back. Send it. You go through everywhere. Admir spoke and delete, 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 delete. We have some hot and ready pizza waiting for us. And I guess it is, well, shoot, it's kind of early, but we're going to go see Deadpool here shortly, so that's going to be a bit of a wrench. I'm really excited. I said at work that I was going to go watch Deadpool, but I've been super lazy this weekend. <laughs> I was just like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it, dude. I'm just going to sleep in. Uh, and I forgot about coming to podcast. See, so you're looking for that easy button, dude. Dude, yep. my life's easy button is sleeping in. <laughs> that's easy button. But, but don't you think that sometimes that's hard? Sleeping in? Yeah. Hard on your body, you get up, you're hard yeah. on yourself. You know, Actually, dude, I found out why I wake up with like fucking headaches and feeling like shit. Because you don't drink your brother water. Because I, because I don't a, have a fucking easy button. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, because I put a camera in there and every day, it doesn't matter, there's some random cloaked person that come to the window and punch me in the face. <laughs> and they crawl back out and leave. It reminds me of like freaking The Ring. No, it's, it's like, paranormal activity. The freaking demon comes out of the ceiling. Punch yeah. me in the face. <laughs> I was back away. <laughs> I wake up the next morning. God, I feel like I got punched in the face. See, that'd be the kind of shit that would, I think, make a good horror movie. I, I want to. I think that'd be fun to make a little horror short and stuff because I think it'd be really easy, dude, just by doing suspense, like doing cameras angles where you're talking about stuff, you know. And those are the ones that get me the most, like on signs where they're like talking, and the one guy moves, walking away when it's just a head, two headshots, and in the back you see the little person on the roof and it like, mm-hmm. goes down. Like, those kind of things. Yeah, those would be great. Nowadays, they're putting, like, that shit where I was just kind of describing, like, a ring body. It's like, and then, like, all arms are all crazy, and everyone's like, ah. But for me, that just takes me right out of it. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I didn't think that was something stupid. Because the best... Thanks. Now it is. You know, know, the best form of horror, your brain comes up with it. So I when you see a shadow in a window, your brain is racking through hundreds of things that could possibly be, like, ghost, vampire, probably ghost, vampire. It's probably... Uh, the delivery man he got lost in the building and he was looking out the window like your brain's going through it but when you actually see it you're like oh it's some freaking girl in a nightgown with black hair and she's coming out of the tv uh, your brain knows what it's seeing it's like okay that's what i'm seeing but if you see something like what's a movie with the aliens in the cornfield signs yeah that where one, like yeah. the alien like walks past and you're just like oh i fucking seen it but yeah, i yeah, didn't like- 
I felt it, that those are the ones that get me more. Everyone in the movie theater seen something, but everyone's brain registered Yeah, but then again, that comes, that comes with another problem where some people are like, yeah, you don't even get to see the bad guy until more than halfway through the film. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Those nice. are the people that are just really scared, and they're like... I'm freaking mad because I'm appeared a little bit. Yeah, what yeah. is it? I want to see this. Like when I want to see, I wanna see this actor yeah. pretending to be a freaking dead person. Who, mm-hmm. you know, I want to see a person dressed up in a dead person suit. But I was gonna say you were like, oh, you get, you're trying to get that little relief because I was telling you I was being lazy. I could feel a little fire burning inside me though. It's pretty big. It's like a smolder now. <laughs> Where like, because I'm like, I want to go fishing. I want to go fishing. And it's like a smolder now. It went down. It went down <laughs> a little. It's, it's almost out. It's like. But it's still there, still lit. Hopefully, it doesn't start raining because it'll go out. <laughs> but uh, like, and by raining, I mean I'm crying. My It'll be the best time to go fishing, dude. No, not in the rain. Yeah, it is. I don't even. I guess I do have a poncho. That would be pretty cool. I'm afraid a, of lightning, though. And you thunder. have a lightning rod. When you every time you cast the lightning and the thunder. I don't know if it is the perfect time to go, but no, it's it could not. be. It's definitely not. <laughs> you want to go shake early it up, morning dude. between like six and ten. That's the best time. No, between like three in the morning and that's like midnight, nighttime. Exactly, three in the morning, morning like right as the sun comes. Fish up. are nocturnal. Fish don't sleep. Fun facts brought to you by Lost Minds Podcast. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Who knows if it is or not? There's no way to know. The only way we can know, we have to learn. And the only way we can learn is we gotta know. We gotta. And that's the other thing, too. It's like you got to make sure you learn in the right places. If you learn in the wrong places, you could learn something wrong, you know? Yeah, if you go to your public others. school, they could teach you about Thomas Edison. You can go to another school, and then they can teach you about a completely different person, Nikola Tesla. And it's like, what the fuck? And it's only well, a grade apart. So if I'm my, in my 12th grade, that would have still been part of my education. And if I go to my 13th grade, you could say, and they teach me about that, it's like, what happened here? What changed, you know? So the make reason, sure you get the right education. The reason they do that is so that when you go to college, you actually feel like you're learning something. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're like, I'm actually learning Yeah, they got to keep here. the game going. They got to keep that racket going. Yep. They got to keep it going. But, hey, that's part of the game. And, hey, we'll maybe call it early so that we can go watch Deadpool. But um, I will put at the end of this, since we were talking about that, I, well, I've been wanting to put it on there. But it's the um, one of JFK's last speeches as like a president and stuff, and I think we're hearing all this kind of different stuff. And yeah. and it's very interesting. I feel like the way he talks about it, like how you know our society is going in a direction which I feel like it has gone. It's and, already there. Yeah, and where there's like certain mindsets. Even with him, they're still preaching about it. Where it's it's different. You know, it's in, it's interesting because um, they were trying to prevent it, yet we're going in the same stage. And I think sometimes. I don't know. People just need to be more open-minded to hearing different things. Even with that speech, I can guarantee. Because I'd like to do that one. Even with, and I'd like to do Martin Luther King's, one of his speeches, too. Because I think people only, you know, I have a dream that one day and people will live, you know, whatever. You only hear that part. And it's the same with this JFK one. People, they've only heard certain things. You know, we want to put a man on the moon or whatever. Like, we're going to the moon. You know, we'll go to Ma. Like, those type of things. Like, talking about being um, inspired to go above mm-hmm. and beyond, you know, and kind of be the man you want to be or be the woman you want to be. And um, I find it, I don't know, it's really interesting. And it is kind of I only hear what you're putting down. 40, 50 years ago, and it's completely kind of changing or has mm-hmm. completely changed. And so. Now it's all tweets. What Brick is saying is don't it edit really your is. life. Listen to the full experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And make your opinion on that. And so we'll, I'm going to clip it in there because it was just happened to be on the public domain. And I think a lot of stuff from the public domain, I think people should watch it over or listen to it again. And so Agreed. since we're doing this one early, we'll end it with that. Enjoy.
Kennedy, do you solemnly swear? I, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, do solemnly swear. That you will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. That I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of your ability, and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help you God. So help me God. Johnson, Mr. Speaker, Mr. Chief Justice, President Eisenhower, Vice President Nixon, President Truman, Reverend Clergy, fellow citizens. We observe today not a victory of party, but a celebration of freedom, symbolizing an end as well as a beginning signifying renewal as well as change. For I have sworn before you and Almighty God the same solemn oath our forebears prescribed nearly a century and three quarters ago. The world is very different now, for man holds in his mortal hands the power to abolish all forms of human poverty and all forms of human life. And yet the same revolutionary belief for which our forebears fought are still at issue around the globe. The belief that the rights of man come not from the generosity of the state, but from the hand of God. We dare not forget today that we are the heirs of that first revolution. Let the word go forth from this time and place to friend and foe alike that the torch has been passed to a new generation of Americans born in this century, tempered by war, disciplined by a hard and bitter peace, proud of our ancient heritage, and unwilling to witness or permit the slow undoing of those human rights to which this nation has always been committed and to which we are committed today at home and around the world. Let every nation know whether it wishes us well or ill, that we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. (laughs) 
this much we pledge and more. To those old allies whose cultural and spiritual origins we share, we pledge the loyalty of faithful friends. United, there is little we cannot do in a host of cooperative ventures. Divided, there is little we can do, for we dare not meet a powerful challenge at odds and split asunder. To those new states whom we welcome to the ranks of the free, we pledge our word that one form of colonial control shall not have passed away merely to be replaced by a far more iron tyranny. We shall not always expect to find them supporting our view, but we shall always hope to find them strongly supporting their own freedom and to remember that in the past those who foolishly sought power by riding the back of the tiger ended up inside. <laughs> to those people in the huts and villages of half the globe struggling to break the bonds of mass misery, we pledge our best efforts to help them help themselves. For whatever period is required, not because the communists may be doing it, not because we seek their votes, but because it is right. If a free society cannot help the many who are poor, it cannot save the few who are rich. To our sister republics south of our border, we offer a special pledge to convert our good words into good deeds, in a new alliance for progress, to assist free men and free governments in casting off the chains of poverty. But this peaceful revolution of hope cannot become the prey of hostile powers. Let all our neighbors know that we shall join with them to oppose aggression or subversion anywhere in the Americas. And let every other power know that this hemisphere intends to remain the master of its own house. <laughs> to that World Assembly of Sovereign States, the United Nations, our last best hope in an age where the instruments of war have far outpaced the instruments of peace, we renew our pledge of support to prevent it from becoming merely a forum for invective, to strengthen its shield of the new and the weak, and to enlarge the area in which its writ may run. Finally, to those nations who would make themselves our adversary, we offer not a pledge, but a request that both sides begin anew the quest for peace. Before the dark powers of destruction, unleashed by science, engulf all humanity in planned or accidental 
self-destruction. We dare not tempt them with weakness, for only when our arms are sufficient beyond doubt can we be certain beyond doubt that they will never be employed. But neither can two great and powerful groups of nations take comfort from our present course, both sides overburdened by the cost of modern weapons, both rightly alarmed by the steady spread of the deadly atom, yet both racing to alter that uncertain balance of terror that stays the hand of mankind's final war. So let us begin anew, remembering on both sides that civility is not a sign of weakness and sincerity is always subject to proof. Let us never negotiate out of fear, but let us never fear to negotiate. Let both sides explore what problems unite us instead of belaboring those problems which divide us. Let both sides for the first time formulate serious and precise proposals for the inspection and control of arms and bring the absolute power to destroy other nations under the absolute control of all nations. Let both sides seek to invoke the wonders of science instead of its terrors. Together, let us explore the stars, conquer the desert, eradicate disease, tap the ocean depths, and encourage the arts and commerce. Let both sides unite to heed in all corners of the earth the command of Isaiah to undo the heavy burden and let the oppressed go free. And if a beachhead of cooperation may push back the jungle of suspicion, let both sides join in creating a new endeavor, not a new balance of power, but a new world of law where the strong are just and the weak secure and the peace preserved. All this will not be finished in the first 100 days, nor will it be finished in the first 1,000 days, nor in the life of this administration, nor even perhaps in our lifetime on this planet. But let us begin. In your hands, my fellow citizens, more than mine, will rest the final success or failure of our course. Since this country was founded, each generation of Americans has been summoned to give testimony to its national loyalty. The graves of young Americans who answered the call to service surround the globe. Now the trumpet summons us again, not as a call to bear arms, though arms we need, not as a call to battle, though in battle we are, 
but a call to bear the burden of a long twilight struggle, year in and year out, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, a struggle against the common enemies of man, tyranny, poverty, disease, and war itself. Can we forge against these enemies a grand and global alliance, north and south, east and west, that can assure a more fruitful life for all mankind? Will you join in that historic effort? In the long history of the world, only a few generations have been granted the role of defending freedom in its hour of maximum danger. I do not shrink from this responsibility. I welcome it. I do not believe that any of us would exchange places with any other people or any other generation. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. <laughs> Finally, whether you are citizens of America or citizens of the world, ask of us here the same high standards of strength and sacrifice, which we ask of you. With a good conscience, our only sure reward, with history the final judge of our deeds, let us go forth to lead the land we love, asking his blessing and his help, but knowing that here on earth, God's work must truly be our own. Thank you.